Welcome to the Female Disruptors Office Hours, a podcast audio experience created for women by women. My name is Lisa Beyer, and I will be your host. Each episode, I will interview females and minorities disrupting in their space. We're going to talk about how you can break through the age and gender discrimination, how women can take back your power, how you can have anything you want at any age. So let's get started. Hey, Natalie, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I'm excited to catch up with you and talk about CryptoFem and how you came up with the idea and founded it and your background. And you are definitely a female disruptor. I'm excited to chat too. Cool. So I'm trying to think, how did we originally meet? I think I reached out to you since we had a mutual friend. She knew you from like your PR background. Oh, right, right, right. And also we both have the same tagline, the future is female. Exactly. Yeah, that was one thing that I noticed right away. So you have the future is female and crypto is the future. So Natalie, just tell us a little bit about your background. I know you have a military background and now a crypto background. And that's so interesting. Tell us how did that end up being and how you made it to today? Yeah. So I actually wrote a book about my background, but to make a very long story short, I graduated from college in 2014, and then I just went to grad school because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had an idea about maybe becoming an attorney, you know, working on law enforcement so that they would pay for my law school. But I got my master's in public administration. I drove for Uber and Lyft to support myself. You know, at that point, I had already been in the military since 2010. So I, of course, with being the National Guard, it wasn't full time. It was just once a week or once a month, one weekend each month, as well as two weeks of training in the summer. So it was kind of supplemental for me. You know, it, it was always inconvenient because it was difficult to get a full-time job with a military commitment and grad school. So I kind of found myself just being drawn toward entrepreneurship. I joined this MLM to start with. I learned some sales and marketing from that. And I started taking courses online to learn skills like running Facebook ads, freelance, doing real estate, flipping, all sorts of little stuff that I could do to make money. And then ultimately, a few years down the road, I found myself just mainly prioritizing doing Facebook ads and consulting for startups. So I did marketing consulting. I transitioned my business into an agency where we just ran Facebook ads, did SEO and all kinds of stuff for solar companies. And then more recently, I guess about two or three years ago, one of my startup clients was actually a blockchain startup. They were a DAO called Opolis, and I did consulting for them. They basically leveraged the DAO concept in crypto, which is sort of like a co-op startup based on the blockchain to provide freelancers with benefits like health insurance, retirement, payroll services, legal services, and such that freelancers usually can't afford, especially small startups can't afford. But through their partners, they offered these services for very, very cheaply because as a DAO, Opolis sort of was acting like a corporation and all of their clients were sort of like employees of the corporation just for like the big picture framework. And because of this model, all these clients of Opolis and these members of their DAO, their community could access these services for their business at competitive corporate style rates. So that's how I learned about blockchain and what's possible with crypto. And Is Opolis still around? They are still around. They're they're actually pretty big now. And if you, whoever you are watching this right now, if you know anything about crypto, you've probably heard about ETH Denver, which is a conference. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 
So the founders of Opolis are actually partners for East Denver. Oh, um, awesome. So What's your book? It's called You Can Overcome Anything, Volume 2. And I co-wrote it with a few other entrepreneurs. Awesome. You can, you can read my life story with the, the military and with me being an LGBT founder. So I was born with an intersex condition, you know, for all practical purposes, I'm transgender. And so the, I have a long story about that with the military. It's interesting. And how but, did... Uh, yeah. And so you learned about basically like crypto through the blockchain experience with Opolis. That I, am I pronouncing it right? Opolis. So like, Opolis. A, Opolis. like a city. Yeah. Opolis. Okay. And how did you come up with the idea for Crypto Femme? You know, so after working with Opolis, I was just really interested in crypto, not just as an investment, but just, you know, seeing what was possible with blockchain technology and startups. So I learned everything I could about crypto, blockchain, Web3, NFTs. And, you know, I started investing. I started doing more consulting for NFT projects and other DAOs. And I quickly realized that there was, you know, there was a very big lack of representation in crypto for women. And, you know, today, I think only 15% of investors in crypto are women, at least in the U.S. And 4% of Web3 or blockchain professionals are women. So this is actually just like shatters a lack of representation in every other industry. And I think, because I think that blockchain technology is the future of a lot of industries, I think that this is a really, really important thing. And my goal with CryptoFim is just to create more representation. I love that. And I mean, we're underrepresented when it comes to tech and also the financial world traditionally. And now looking at blockchain and crypto and, you know, I've been dabbling in it, let's say for almost a year, about a little bit over a year. And I have a wallet. I launched my own NFT. I bought NFTs. I've, you know, invest every week, dollar cost averaging and different types of crypto. I had the Femcoin. So like, I just rattled all that off. And like, if somebody's listening, they're probably like, oh, Lisa's such an expert. And I... Literally, I've been trying, I mean, when I go to buy something, like I want to buy this NFT, I'm like nervous to open up my wallet. I'm nervous to to transfer money from my Coinbase to my MetaMask. And so there's still this like fear because it's so Mm -hmm. not intuitive to really do anything. Would you agree? I would 100% agree. (laughs) And I, I think that that's natural with any new technology. Really, the only thing that we have to compare crypto and blockchain to is the internet. So like, you know, in the 90s, people were still getting used to creating an email address and like going to websites. So it's kind of the same thing today. Like everyone knows how to set up a bank account with a bank or create a, a cash app or a Venmo account. But people don't really know how to like set up a wallet, a crypto wallet. And most people don't even know that there's a big difference between a crypto wallet and like having an account on Coinbase or an exchange like that. So with CryptoFem, our goal is not just to teach people, you know, the what, the why, the where, and the how of crypto and why it's super important, why this technology is, you know, a revolution for all industries, but also to teach people just like how to, you know, best practices on like getting set up on platforms, safety and security and privacy concerns. So we don't offer financial advice because, you know, that's just not what we do, but we do show you how to go from knowing nothing about crypto to being, you know, 
pretty knowledgeable in some weeks. I love it. And Natalie, you're going to be a speaker at the Female Disruptors Virtual Summit in January. And then we're also going to have a panel representing CryptoFem. So can you tell us a little bit about the other members of your leadership team and who's on the panel and what we can look forward to? Yeah, of course. So my whole goal with CryptoFem is, is 1 million women in crypto by 2030. I want to see members of our community have the initiative to found local chapters and like have full autonomy over what they do. It doesn't have to just be like all about crypto fam for everyone. And really, I want this organization to be a decentralized autonomous organization with the board of governors that are basically custodians over the community. But we're not, it's not like we're a centralized traditional startup. Like it's not the Natalie show and it's not like some sort of corporate startup where, you know, the people at the top make all the money. I want every member of the CryptoVim community to be an equitable owner in the organization. I love it. I love it. And tell us a little bit about some of the other members of your leadership team and who we can expect on the panel and even beyond the panel. I mean, I thank you for inviting me. I was able to sit in on one of your presentations about the roadmap of CryptoFem and it was, you know, you have it so well planned out. I was very impressed with the level of detail and What I was most impressed with, I think, is that you're not trying to do everything all at once. You're not trying to squeeze, you know, what should take a two-year planning phase into a two-month planning phase. And it's very well strategically planned out. So yeah, just share a little bit about your roadmap that you want to share and the leadership team and maybe what can female disruptors do today if they wanted to get started and maybe some resources. Yeah. So we're very conscious, conscious of the fact that crypto operates on a sort of like three to four year market cycle, you know, and this is very counterintuitive to a lot of people that are new to crypto, you know, even people that are experienced with like stock market investments, but are new to crypto, like they see the value of crypto just plummet. And to them, that represents a complete lack of social proof. They think it's like dangerous. They think it's like a terrible time to learn about or invest in crypto. So at CryptoFem, our big challenge is overcoming this misconception with countercultural messaging. What that means is we want to provide education, inspiration, and hope to people who, you know, they were curious about crypto back when it was the value of, of these coins were really high a year or two ago. And now today that they see this decline in the market and they have this misconception that it's a bad time to invest. That couldn't be farther from the truth, of course. So we want to, unlike the influencers out there who are paid to promote these coins by the founders, you know, it's in their best interest to actually promote them to beginners who will ultimately lose money on their investment and make the founders of the token or these influencers themselves a lot of money. We want to promote things to our audience at the best time for them when the market is low, when the prices are low, and then, you know, teach them about best practices with investing and make it super easy to know when to sell or when to hold or when to buy. As far as the panel coming up, at least the summit, I'm super excited for that. We're going to have myself on there. We're going to have Cindy. She's our strategic communications director. We're going to have Taylor. She's our operations slash PR and Mel, she's our vision director for the community. Great. We're very excited. What are some actionable, if you can say, what can somebody do today just to, if they're not familiar with crypto at all? What can someone do today? So I would recommend, you know, just setting up the Coinbase account, setting up a CoinMarketCap account where you can 
you can use that to create watch lists for crypto tokens that you've heard about. The key is not getting in over your head. So what that means is a lot of people watch influencers on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok that tell them, you know, this is the coin that's that's blowing up. But here's the thing. By the time you're watching this influencer promote this coin, it's probably too late to invest in that coin. Probably there have been a lot of other people who are insiders who have bought that coin and you're just the cash cow. So all the liquidity that comes from you and the thousands or millions of other people watching this video while you're watching it, it's not a good investment long-term. So that's something to look out for. Great. I would recommend that everybody, what they can do today is join your Facebook group, which we will put in the show notes, but tell us a little bit about the Facebook group. Yeah. So I founded CryptoFem as a Facebook group almost a year ago. We've gone from having zero members to almost 600 in just less than a year. And it's all just been through word of mouth referrals from the community. It's not as engaged as it will be in the future right now. And that's because, of course, the down market, these misconceptions and biases about crypto. And this is something that we're trying to overcome through more education, more mentorship. We actually just closed our beta cohorts. We just wrapped it up. We had over, we had out of all of the feedback we got from this, this cohort, we had 100% approval. And what that means is that people really enjoyed it. They learned a lot from it in the eight weeks that it ran. We are going to take all of our lessons learned and make it, you know, even better, just expand upon the success that it was. We're actually, I think at the end of February is when we're going to launch, we're going to have the program on a platform called Experienceify. So have you ever played Candy Crush or a mobile game like that on your phone? Yes. So yeah, I think the goal with this program is to not just keep it as engaging and easy and simple as it already is to learn about crypto, but to make it actually addicting and fun, kind of like Candy Crush. So as you go through these modules and these sections of the program, you can earn points. You can actually like sort of choose your own adventure in the program. And it's going to be really fun. So kind of like learn to earn. Kind of like learn to earn, but it's going to be, it's going to be more like a game. Gamified. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Natalie, I look forward to more conversations with you about CryptoFem and the future is female and especially our panel at the Female Disruptors Virtual Summit on January 18th. And you can find out more about it at femaledisruptors.com. We will put links to your Facebook group and anything else that you might have mentioned today that would be noteworthy within the show notes. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I look forward to many more conversations. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Female Disruptors Office Hours. If you want more, please check out our website at femaledisruptors.com. We are hosting the second annual Female Disruptors Virtual Summit in January 2023, and I would love to see you there femaledisruptors.com. Thank you so much to our sponsors, The Buyer Group, Goat Social, and Social Media Pros.